Happy Hump Day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and back from his uh, respite, his appearance on Betsperts Golf, where I'm sure they picked the winner already. So go over there and watch. You're just going to see who's going to win the tournament, which is, is it is it getting to be boring, Andy, to just sort of know what's going to happen? Just no drama, no surprise? Kind of. This is how, you know... I wonder if this is how it feels to be a god, like just knowing what's going to happen. Like, ugh. like the fun of life is not knowing what's next. But no, I didn't pick the winner last week. Noonan did. Um, and he did point out, funny, funnily enough, like clearly best, best number in the market and almost to the point of where you would call it off market was points bet with uh, Max Home at 30 to 1. A lot of places yeah. did not have a number that good. Um, and they were first to market. And they got beat up pretty bad on that, apparently. And uh, this week they were last. Yeah, this this week they were last to market. Yeah, like they they came back and just didn't open up outrights until everyone else had, and kind of beat the numbers into place. A little different tournament this week. We'll get to it later in the show. But yeah, if you want to check that out, we did some uh, we did some live talk. We talked a little bit about the the schedule going forward, and then we talked about like nine different outrights we were looking at and. You know, you, uh, man, I hate to use, you know what? The internet ruined the do your own research as a phrase. Like they really did. Cause that was actually a good phrase. And then just the, the crazies on the internet kind of ruined it for me. You should always do your own research on sports betting and come to your own conclusions for that. Make your own bets. It's your money. We just kind of try to guide you in the right direction. Although I went long shots this week. I don't have anybody short. I'll talk about that a little later. Um, but yeah, we'll just uh, dive right into talk about a quitter news of the day, the biggest quitter in the league, and honestly, I mean, the, quitter now. the stats and just the accolades and the Super Bowl wins, it's hard not to put him at the top of the podium. But <laughs> after like the last 15 years of seeing like what Tony Dungy's really like, I kind of put Peyton Manning ahead of him as far as quarterback. <laughs> like, like I, I do. And I did make a joke in a DM group that his, 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 uh, what is it? Last holiday slash bucket list slash whatever a wild hogs with girls, um, movie 80 for Brady comes out this weekend. So I made a joke and I'm like, what if it comes out tomorrow that whatever NFL city has the highest box office numbers, that's where he'll go sign for a league minimum. Like, can you imagine, like, all the people that would rush out to watch this presumably horrible movie just to see if they could get Tom Brady to sign for, like, the Jets? I mean, the Jets would win. That's just such a big metropolitan area. I would think New York could get something done. They'd have to, I don't know, maybe they'd have to split the vote, Jets and Giants. Also, it'd be fun if a team just like, no, we don't. We have Patrick Mahomes. Like, somehow Kansas City wins that. And, like, yeah, you're 46 years old. Go away. So... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird timing. It's weird that he retired on the exact same day that he retired last year. Although I will say, like, from just my heart of hearts, on schedules. It, it feels like this one's for real. But I've been fooled by quarterbacks before Brett Favre, so I will. Uh, I'll just hold my tongue until we actually see the first snaps of Week One. Yeah, I mean, as far as the best career quarterback, it's. Proud to be him, but I think there's an argument to be made that, and again, as a clo- as a closet Peyton Manning fan, I always loved him. I feel like peak Peyton Manning was better than peak Tom Brady. 
Like yeah. The I best mean, it was just... game Peyton Manning ever could play better than Tom's. Yeah. And there's no, there's no um, Brady cast to Manning cast. That's Although true. I do. Oh man. I love that. They need to do one next year where they try, like, I said, I hated this, but if they had a Colts giants game, they need to put that on a, on a Monday night. So we can have a Manning cast for that. Because make it happen. Like, make it happen, man, schedule makers. Eli was unbearable when they had one with the Giants game, but I could deal with it if it was like Colts Giants and they were both equally unbearable against each other. But uh, I digress. Congratulations, Tom! Terrific as you ride off into the sunset. Seven freaking Super Bowls, and we will. Uh, yeah, I kind of forgot just, that he had seven. That's more. That's and somebody pointed that out on Twitter. That is, there are no franchises. That have that many outside of obviously you know the well the, the, the Patriots you know one of them was a one of them was a buck so he has more more Super Bowls than any franchise in the NFL which is kind of buck wild so good job Tom have fun seeing your family maybe you know the jokes were wrong you actually do. do like that and you'll enjoy some of your time time off is gonna be good go figure out that golf game get into the booth I think he's already got a yeah, really he needs to do better in the deal. match. Yeah, he gets a really lucrative deal with Fox, so he'll be fine. We're not worried about him. I am worried about Potapova out in Lyon and what's going on in that match. We're going to start with sometimes what we end with. We're going to start with tennis, mostly because I don't know what time it is. Like, these are matches in France. So right now in France, it's like 4 p.m. These start soonish, or are these tomorrow things? These are tomorrow. Um, we're kind of in that phase of the year, Andy, where all the matches are kind of have happened or just starting right now. So last two matches in Lyon today are going to be uh, Osorio versus Nehemiah. I've seen some sharp guys on Nehemiah using her in parlays. I actually kind of leaned towards the dog, but stayed away there. And then young Linda Nazkova. What of the, the Lindas? I didn't realize how many good young women we have named Linda that play tennis. And they're all from the Czech Republic. It's very interesting. I don't know what's going on there. Um, again, Linda Nazkova, huge favorite over Sharif. If you're just looking for some action, do a Nazkova Nehemiah parlay. That should get you pretty close to even uh, money, I would think. Um, let me see, actually. What does that give you? Ooh, right on the money. Uh, it's uh, plus 100. So if you're looking for some action, you got to scratch the edge. That's good for the rest of the day. Um, nothing in Wild Win for me. You know, again, just four lines that are open here and all kind of big favorites playing against players I don't know. Um, our big underdog in Cali, Andy, we, we went for a six to one or yesterday. Um, she only won two games and you have to win 12 games. So wasn't very close. At least I was right about At least you didn't the bet the spread, you know? <laughs> a handful of matches there. Again, nothing that really sticks out to me, but um, two looks I like in Leon. Um, again, it's an indoor hardcore tournament. Generally, you see uh, higher totals, longer matches, better hold rates. And for whatever reason, the market's been a little bit slow this week, I think, to, to react to that. I haven't seen as many 21 and a half, as many 22s as I expected. Um, but as I start to look at it, I think there is still more value in looking at some of these first set uh, totals. So two first set overs here. And as Andy mentioned, we'll start with Potapova Burrell. Um, this should be the later of the two. That's This match will hypothetically be at 7 o'clock in the morning Eastern time. So um, you can get up, have some coffee, and see if we can get a 6-4, 7-5 out of, again, what should be a very competitive first set. Clara Burrell uh, cashed the first set for us over in her first match, 7-5, and again, 
very short set in the second. It's really kind of that rhythm that I talk about that we're starting to see. So uh, that, anything better than standard juice looks good. It's plus 105 just about everywhere. And again, there's always some better numbers on this. As much as I like betting these, Annie, it's annoying to always have negative CLV because someone has this at like plus 125 somewhere. So um, check all your books. There is quite a range. Um, and then Kovinich Bondar, this match is actually up just before the Potapova match. Should be around, you know, six o'clock in the morning or so Eastern time. We'll see. Again, it should be a very competitive match. Thought about taking Bondar as the dog here. I'm curious to see if she is capable of winning this match. But again, two women that fit exactly the profile we're looking for. Generally, some very long sets. Um, a lot of six fours, seven fives for both here. So um, happy to take the over nine and a half here. Again, had this closer to minus 120. So plus anything there looks good. So two first set overs, and this will be early tomorrow morning. You can have it with your coffee, if you will. Yeah. If you drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. Not only not only did I have a coffee today in my beautiful 3M Open Yeti, I had a cold brew. I had both kinds, hot and cold. I'm like uh, Katy Perry. I'm hot and I'm cold. You like lukewarm water. So. I do like I do like both styles. Um, real quick, one one choops bet choops. This is a uh, I don't know like we're betting on a bad team. This is Andy, baby. Uh, you know what? I don't know that they're. I don't know that they're so bad. I think maybe a bit of an overreaction to losing a player. Like that. That doesn't help. Uh, star. You generally don't think there's players that matter in college basketball. Like I know. I think this one. Guys think, every year. Yeah, I think this one. I think there are some players that do. I, like you get down in like the Ivy League and shit. Man, I don't know that there's that many players that matter when we we see players step in. So this is, you know, they did lose a star. They lost their, you know, their their center. Jake Stevens, I think uh, the name is. He's, I think he busted up Sounds his like hand. Sounds like a wrestler. Yeah, Jake the Snake Stevens, I'm going to call him. Busted up his hand. Big part of their front court. It is going to make this team worse. Um, but I do think we're seeing a little bit of a overreaction because, they, you know, they come out, they get the shit kicked out of them by East Tennessee State. Lost a bad one at uh, Wofford. I mean, Wofford's not horrible, but they lost at Wofford at home. I think it, it, whenever you lose a key part of a, I, I can't imagine how many minutes this guy was getting. I could check, I suppose. A lot, 73% of the minutes he was playing. He was very good. But when you, and you see this in the NBA all the time, noobs. When you see a star player go out, it's not just like, oh, we lost his scoring or we lost his defense. It's like, we need to figure out what our lineup looks like, what our lineup looks like late in the first quarter, what our lineup looks like heading into half, what our lineup looks like if the if the power forward is in foul trouble. Like You have to make a lot of adjustments. And sometimes that does take a few games to kind of figure out what's our lineup flow throughout the game now without this player, especially when it's a player who's playing 75% of the time. So I think it did take them a couple games. They were able to beat East Tennessee state, which is not to say much, but they did beat them pretty handily on the road. So good job to them. And then Furman, Furman's a great team. Furman is the best team in the SoCon. They're probably going to win the SoCon. It's basically, I think there's two or three teams like the Greensboro's who Greensboro's defense versus Furman's offense. It's going to be a fun matchup. We'll, we'll see probably hopefully, in the tournament come March, but Furman's very good. I just don't have them 11 points better, especially now that I've given them a couple, you know, two, three games to kind of adjust on this. So let's go Nuga. Let's go plus 11. SoCon basketball. No idea what time this game is. 
I like it. It sounds great. I never, I never exactly do what check I like when uh, if there's day basketball or not. If there is day basketball, I'll watch it because there's no golf yet today. Oh, no, nothing, nothing too early. This is later tonight. This will be seven Eastern. Which one do you have to, They ought to like do something this afternoon. It's a shame there'll be nothing on. Yeah, I got golf prep yet. I, I have one golf bet later in the show, but that's the only one I've bet so far. I have to come up with some more uh, matchup bets. I'm gonna have to dig through like six other books, see what they have, and then I'm gonna. I gotta come up with round one matchups yet. Have something for tomorrow as we still are on the West Coast, so some of the rounds will start a little later. Ah, I should shouldn't say that. They're using three different courses. Everything's gonna start early. Never mind. Boo. Boo Pro-Ams. Boo Macklemore. That's what I say. So, uh, on to the pros. The NBA hasn't had a crazy um, apology letter in a few days. So, getting back to normal there. It's been a fine league. Uh, everybody, all the good players last night had triple doubles. Joe Kicks. I, I looked at that. I'm like, God, what was the price on that? His price on triple doubles like, plus 140. Like, when was, was the last time number. there was three of those? Yeah, I look that yeah. up. Uh, I think it just happens now. Did you see that chart? Um, I can't not. remember who it was. I'll I'll show it, shoot it to you. It's somebody who took some money from a sports book to to shell a little, you know, to do some. No, do some, you know, sports book. And I don't know, who am I? Who, who am I to judge? We've done that. I'm 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 a shell. I'm but doing that right like, now. Do it do it in a normal way. Like so, he made a chart. And it, you know, let, let's say it's a it's a dot plot using an X and a Y axis. One axis was what time does the game start? So it was the game's based on start time. And then the Y axis was the total in the game at the time he made the chart. So they'd be higher or lower in the chart based on what the game. To, it was the worst chart I've ever seen in my entire life. And that's what he used. To decide, that's what he decided to use to... Uh, you know, promote the sports book that night, but because it had this, it had the spreads and totals on it. It's the worst goddamn chart I've ever seen, and I've seen some bad ones. But so hopefully we get some better charts going forward. But that was my NBA experience yesterday. I laughed at that a little. <laughs> Not all data is knowledge. Not all charts are useful. And let's get into today. A, a couple rough beats last night. Um, lost our Pelicans Nuggets under by one point. That's always a lot of fun to lose by one point. Not that I've been thinking about that all morning. But, yes, one point there. And the Knicks really never got off the ground against the Lakers. But um, two bets I do like today. Pretty big slate. Eight games. But, again, as always, a lot of kind of undecided looks at this point. Um, Sixers Magic should be another fun game. Magic went outright um, the other night. Curious to see how the Sixers do in the bounce back spot. Pretty much all the lines exactly the same there. Um, Grizzlies, good, solid favorites over the Trailblazers. Should be a good spot for them. But wait and see if Desmond Bain is going to play. Um, Nets Celtics, the Celtics have taken a little bit of money. I might have to bet the Nets at some point, as terrifying as that sounds. Um, but again, we'll have to wait and see who's actually playing in that game. Your Timberwolves look like a little bit of value here against the Golden State Warriors, but um, going to wait. I think we might have a shot at a four. I might play Timberwolves plus four if we get there. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Rockets, Thunder, you know, uh, hard to trust the Thunder as road favorites. Hard to trust the Rockets doing anything. All I know is if you're up late enough watching that game, no matter what the line is, um, bet against the Rockets in the fourth quarter. Thunder fourth quarter, minus anything, go ahead and do that. Um, the Rockets have just been putrid 
in those spots. And then uh, King Spurs, you know, Spurs have been kind of tough at home, but not going to back them against the Kings. I think we'll see the beam tonight. But um, two bets that I do have, the Utah Jazz host the Toronto Raptors. The Raptors will be without OG Ananobi tonight. And um, as important of a piece as he is, it's really not only just built on how talented he is, but the next guy up. Um, this Raptors roster, incredibly thin. You know, the talent in the 8, 9, 10 position, really lacking. You know, I mean, we're going to see a lot of Juancho Hernan Gomez, um, more Chris Boucher than we want to see, probably some Thaddeus Young, and uh, just not really guys that you want to be playing for significant minutes here, night in and night out. And um, The Jazz at home, when fully healthy, have been kind of a juggernaut this year. I had this closer to five, almost six points myself, so happy to lay the three here with Utah at home. Again, everybody healthy. Laurie Markin playing some great basketball, and the Raptors mired in the middle of a bad road trip. Um, just everything really kind of adding up here. Really like this number at minus three. And then Hawks Suns, I'm um, going to play under 230 here. I actually think the Hawks, with or without Trey Young, are kind of interesting underdogs, but the Phoenix Suns are always a great team at home, you know, year in and year out. Monty Williams knows how to get that team set, kind of use that advantage and um, really gain control over these games. And generally, they're very um, slow paced games when they're at home without Devin Booker. And um, unders have been pretty good, just going to continue to play that here. The market has started to catch up a little bit, but still seeing a little bit of an edge here on some of these Suns games. Um, had this one kind of in the mid 230s. So anything really um, 230 or higher, happy to bet the under here. Again, the pace should be fairly slow. Um, would prefer if Trey Young were out, but even if he's in, still have this number again. Um, you know, kind of at the 233, 232 and a half range. So again, anything 230 um, or, uh, sorry, uh, never mind. I'm getting all these numbers backwards. Um, you know, I had those closer start at the mid 220s. So again, even with Trey Young in, we're looking at like 228 or so. So again, anything even 230 or higher, showing it even if Trey Young's in tonight. So um, we'll take an under and the Jazz here. Sorry, I got all discombobulated and thank you dan for fixing that when i originally put it in the sheet andy i put in under 203 and a half and um no i'm not playing a 27 point alt that would be that would be a filthy number someone's asking magic to make the play-in tournament at 14 to 1 a look uh it's, yeah yeah i think so it's so i mean both ends especially the west though like hey the timberwolves won a game they moved from like ninth to fourth or whatever, you know, shit is just, it's so backed up in the middle of these, uh, these races right now. And it is crazy. Like the Timberwolves were out of the playoffs. Like when I went to the Pistons game uh, a few weeks back and now I think they're in like the five spot. So uh, a lot of basketball to be played yet and a lot to be decided. And the teams that aren't going to tank at all, you know, are going to be able to take advantage of that as the year goes on. Yeah, the, the Magic here, I'm looking three and a half games behind the Pacers and Bulls for kind of that 10 spot there. And uh, the way they're playing basketball, I, I think they can definitely catch up. It's a pretty big gap. And the Pacers, once they get Halliburton back, should continue to play great basketball. But um, I don't mind that number at all. And yeah, your Timberwolves, they're at eight now, but there's only half a game that splits uh, number five between number eight and only a game from number five to number 10. So really. Yeah. They, they were in five the other day. I guess somebody must've played a game and won and moved, but yeah, it's going to be tight, tight between uh, the bottom half of the West there. That'll be interesting. So yeah, I like that. And somebody asked me some golf. They said, uh, I can't scroll up in here. What am I trying to do? Asked if Cam Percy would be a play. I think he said 370 to one. Big FanDuel. Yeah. I'd play that. Like I love Cam Percy enough. I like him here. I'll have him in DFS lineups for sure. Um, I didn't see any prices that good. I haven't gone to the legal books at all yet. 
honestly, this entire year. I probably will be using the legal books a little more for the next tournament because of just the, you know, the chance to use them for Super Bowl props. So I'll be making yeah. several trips to Iowa, maybe even Illinois if I have to, to do some Super Bowl prop betting. And then I'll be in Phoenix for a little bit next week and they have some legal books as well. So there you go. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go check out the golf for a little bit and go say hi to a couple people. Just a quick and honestly, I'm I might just I might go full Jack Torrance if I don't get out of here. It is like negative 15 every day. I don't leave the house other than go to work. It's so awful. So I do need to get uh, I do need to get out of here for like three days. Speaking of beautiful places, beautiful caramel by the sea. I don't think I say it right. Caramel by the sea. That whole area, the Monterey area. It's by the sea. Former. The, the you know the mayor the former mayor's kid is playing in this uh scott eastwood and i have a little matchup i want to go over quick uh, if you want to see i did play seven outrights seven and yes they're behind a paywall at petspertsgolf.com in our private member discord but i also just give them away on content like i talk about all seven in our show i did with noonan yesterday if you want to check that out they're all there including the prices i got them at a lot of them are still available but a matchup I just bet this morning over at Bet Online: Matthew Neesmith over Seong Hyun Kim. Uh, this is starting to turn into the Know Your Wongs from uh, tennis is Know Your Kims because there's there are like three or four now that'll end up playing in the same tournament. And since we have Siwoo and Seong Hyun, um, S Kim no longer suffices. So a lot of places will abbreviate this S H Kim, uh, but it is uh, Seong Hyun. Uh, and he's good. I, I don't mind him. I don't love his. Uh, I don't love his skill set for this tournament, especially how they're going to set this up. These are going to be easy, easy setups, like we mentioned, for the amateurs and guys with great second shots and good iron play are going to be able to take advantage. I have Neesmith, a much, much, much better tee to green player, a much better approach player. You know, just a much better ball striker. And then when I look at some of the granular stuff I'm using, like good drives gained and. You know, maybe some of the proximity numbers from about 75 up to 150. Uh, it's just it's just a much, much better golfer I'm showing. And uh, this is one, too, where Chris has this at like minus 130. And I found a minus 115 elsewhere. That also makes me happy that a, a book that's taking like 10 grand on these has a worse number than what I'm able to bet into. You know, a much more liquid market has thought higher of Mr. Neesmith than some of the less liquid offshore markets. So Matthew Neesmith over, S I'm just going to say SH Kim, minus 115, I bet that this morning. I And it was tough with some of the things I looked at with Kim. I don't have as much data over here on the tour for him, like, uh, you know, his putting long-term on this type of surface. Obviously, I don't have any course history for him here. I don't use course history a lot. But I don't mind it at places like this where we have less shots, you know, strokes gained data to rely on. So I did do that. And then Neesmith in his limited time here has, has played well as, um, you know, at these three courses. So this is one I like quite a bit. This is probably my favorite bet of the weekend. Should do best bets. That's my best bet. A lot of places like do best bets. That's my best bet. Bomb. Well, no, just like at the end of the show. Best bet. And because it's the last thing, I'm just going to, it's easy. Hey, that's my best like bet. That. It's already lined up. It's already right there. That's the best bet of the day. On hope day, Wednesday, oh, Leg Show dude. says Lakers look much better with Hachimura. 
and LeBron and Anthony Davis. It's, yeah, those those two help. I would say it's probably more the latter two, but I mean, Hajimura was great last night, eight for 12 from the field. And it's amazing. Uh, it's, I know this is a novel idea, but putting shooters around LeBron James. I think people have been saying that for like three like years it. now. Well, that was, it's part of the reason the Russell Westbrook trade was so hysterical. It's like, Oh, you took three players that make a ton of sense and traded them for one person who makes no sense. Yeah. Big name though. Cause they got to sell tickets. That's they've always had problem getting people out to Lakers games, you know. It is tough to get people in Los Angeles. Nobody wants to, to see LeBron games. anymore. It's old hat guys. So, yeah. hey, if you watch this on YouTube, do a thumbs up. If you didn't, what are you waiting for? Go subscribe to the channel. That would help me immensely get through this. Leave a comment, long, too. Long, cold Good, winter. bad, or otherwise. Leave a comment. Say you like my hat. That was a thing for a while. Like, subscribe, rate, review. Maybe you like my hat. Uh, and then, yeah, Patrick says, don't forget to plug the deep dive. The deep dive is a uh, true is already losing his mind because he does way more media hits than I do. And what do you think? Every one of them this week is like, oh, what do you think the, about the handicap in the Super Bowl, Drew Denzik? So he's had to repeat himself a bunch already. He's sick of it. And he's already mentioned this to me. He cannot wait for tonight's episode because we're not going to talk about the Eagles. We're not going to talk about the Chiefs. We're not going to talk about the Kelsey brothers. We're not going to talk about Andy Reid. Oh, no. We're going to talk about the 30 teams that did not make it. We're going to try to keep each one to about two minutes. That's never happening. We're just going to talk about our, our just like almost like uh, word association, you know, just real quick takes and what the, what That's we fun. think. Yeah. What the think of the future of the team is for this year. And then also we'll do about 20 minutes on how the NFL rigs games. Yes. That has been a funny thing. So I'm, this is a, a long send off and Dan, this is it. Now you can, we can go. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>